What is up, everyone? Happy Monday. It is the beginning of another week, and it's going to be another great week ahead. And for me and many other people that live in the southeast portion of the U.S., I hope that this week is better than what last week was. I want to start off kind of on a serious note before we get into the content. Um, and just thank all of you who have reached out to support your family, your friends, or neighbors in Florida that were hit by the hurricane, uh, Hurricane Ian, last week. I'm recording this episode right now. It's Sunday, October 2nd. And so this past week was a week from hell, really, for a lot of people. And, you know, my wife, her name's Megan and myself, and then we have a five-year-old and two-year-old, two little boys. We live in Sarasota, Florida, which is, and we're just a couple miles away from the coastline. And honestly, this hor- this hurricane was horrific. It was scary leading up to the storm. It was terrifying going through it. And it was devastating to witness the aftermath and the wreckage that came through. Obviously, not only Sarasota and some of the communities nearby, but many other cities and states in this region of the U.S., the storm was huge, and it moved really slow, and it was really strong, and it caught a lot of people by surprise. I mean, even as I'm recording this, the storm came through last Wednesday, so we've had just over half a week or so to recover and start to pick up the pieces and... I have a lot of friends um, that had a lot of bad stuff happen to them because of it. And properties are torn up, trees are down. One of my best friends has a tree that went through their house um, and hanging over power lines. And it's just crazy. And then a couple, not even 10 minutes south of where I live here in Sarasota, there's flooding. Uh, The main highway, it's I-75 that goes north and south on this side of the state is flooded across north and southbound. Nobody can get in or get out. Um, the death toll is just, that number keeps going up. Um, there's just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words and my heart goes out to so many that lost their homes and actually lost loved ones in this. Um, I just wanna start this off with just a sincere, just sincere condolences to those that are you know, never going to be the same because of the storm, whether it's losing their home or losing family members or pets or any of that. It's just horrific. And fortunately, if you're curious, you know, for myself, my little family unit, um, I have a younger brother who lives in a different house and my parents, we all live here in the same area. And my, my mother and father-in-law, we all live within probably five or six miles of each other. Everybody's safe. Everybody is unharmed all is well minus just some you know some basic inconveniences such as power you know have the getting the electricity sorted out some water issues and we've got a little bit of flooding um, not on our homes but obviously in the area so we made it we're good and I'm just very thankful for the home that we live in and the support that we received so yeah, just a lot of love and a lot of, I mean, it puts things in perspective. It really, really does. And unfortunately, for many of us, if we're honest with ourselves, it takes big catastrophic things to really uh, shake our paradigm and get us 
focused on, you know, what truly matters in life again. So with that, uh, if you'd like to financially contribute uh, to this whole Hurricane Ian Relief Fund, in my actual email version of this newsletter, because this is the audio version of the newsletter, if you've been listening to these episodes, obviously, you know that that's the case. I always want to make it aware for any of our first-time listeners. Uh, I did drop a link in the email version, which you can sign up for. Just go to evanshank.com and drop your email address, and then you'll start receiving these emails every Monday morning straight to your inbox. But if you want to donate to the American Red Cross Hurricane Ian Relief Fund, uh, you can text the word Ian, it's just spelled I-A-N, to the number 90999. And you can just make a $10 text donation just straight there from your phone, from the Messages app. Um, or you can just go out to American Red Cross and, and contribute whatever you'd like. The one thing that I really like about American Red Cross is that an average of 90 cents of every dollar you donate goes straight to the direct, like it directly goes to the care and comfort of those in need. So I want to make that available and kind of have that as the major call to action to this this week's episode here. So my heart goes out to all of you and uh, thank you again for the support. And uh, it was a life-changing experience for sure. Um, not for the best, but we try to find the good and what comes of it, and uh, we move on and try to grow from it. So let's jump into the content of today in the marketing section. I'm calling this eggs in baskets. And you've heard the quote, the saying, the old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's very wise advice, but it goes deeper than that. And, you know, for people like you, people like me, we are, we have to kind of identify as, up and coming success stories in the making. We're in that process. We're never fully at the finish line of our journey of becoming better and you know living our living out our dreams in real time. And so this concept perfectly applies to us. And so you think about it when we're talking about putting eggs in different baskets, it's really this idea of diversifying, not putting everything in one spot and um, hoping that it pays out. So some examples of that is like just life and career balance. It's the balance of time that you have or the prioritization of projects and tasks, just what things come first versus second rank as you're prioritizing these things. Um, the effort of delegating versus doing it yourself and the way you in budget that, that you budget and invest your capital, whether it's financial resources, time resources, whatever it may be, uh, we can't go all in on one area and that's it. Now, maybe you can and there are success stories there. There's people that won, you know, then and they won big because they put they placed all their chips on that one that one thing. Uh, and so sometimes it will work out, but wisdom says that that is not the way to live. And of course, this also applies to where you place your marketing efforts that definitely can be included in this list too. So I will use a personal example that, man, this has just been a rough week for me, honestly, because uh, this is a little bit of a sob story too. Uh, obviously not nearly as uh, critical uh, as what we were talking about with the hurricane. But this, in, for instance, this week or this past week on Monday morning, right before the storms actually came, started rolling up on us, I got an email from Facebook 
that said my account is blocked and that I have to appeal their decision and upload my Florida's dri- my Florida driver's license to prove that I am who I am. So obviously in my head I'm thinking, all right, my account got hacked. I just need to go through some of these security measures to get it all fixed up and we'll be good to go. So I submitted my ID and put in you know the different information I was asking for. And then a couple hours later, and once again, this was all last week, last Monday morning. A couple hours later, I get an email from Facebook or technically Meta um, that owns Facebook and Instagram. And they said, based on the information you provided, we are fully shutting down your account. Uh, this is our final decision. And due to security purposes, we cannot give you any more information. And it says, thanks. And that's the end. It was a very short email that, you know, my, I had a pit in my stomach, you know, just, I became sick to my stomach because I started thinking about all of the stuff that is attached to my Facebook or my Instagram. I love Instagram has up to this point, at least it's been my favorite platform to create content and put content out on. It's also been my favorite platform. It's the one that I always open up on my phone and scroll through the feeds and stay connected with my friends, whether they're local or far away. Instagram's been my favorite thing. And Facebook's been fine, but I just released this uh, email marketing course. It's a fundamentals course for beginners. And so I've been excited to start running some Facebook ads, start generating some sales, kind of set up a funnel, you know, all of that good stuff. And so not only that, but with my Facebook account and my business manager account, I have clients as a marketing freelancer, I have clients that I manage their social media for them. And for a few of them, I even run ads for them as well. And now I have access to none of it. Like if you go and you search for Evan Shank, you're not going to find me on Facebook. I'm gone. I'm erased. I'm totally invisible. And like I said, why? It's because because I guess the Facebook security team thinks I'm not who I say I am. And so they've decided to just fully disable everything and not giving me any way to remedy it. And to add, to make matters worse, there are a couple, like if you start doing some Googling to figure out how to fix it, there are a couple forms online that I can fill out to continue to try to appeal uh, their decision. But when you go, and I've been taking screenshots of all of it too, it's so frustrating. When you go and you submit in one of these forms from the Facebook Help Center website, a pop-up, when you click submit, a pop-up comes up and says, due to the coronavirus, uh, we have limited staff, so we can't process your request. And then that's it. So, and I've tried it from different devices. Uh, I've tried it probably 15 times in the past week. And I'm just gutted by this. I mean, there's pictures I can't recover. I jumped on this platform. I was a Facebook member when it was invite only back in like 2006 or something like that. Maybe 2005 is when I uh, got my Facebook account. And so there's pictures from so many different stages of my life. I'll never be able to recover if I can't get this thing figured out. There's connections to old friends from high school, which was a decade plus ago that I never get to see. And I don't, honestly, at this point, I don't even remember some of their names. Like you forget some of the connections that you've made along the way, but you're thankful when you see them pop up in your feed. Like, oh, somebody's having a baby. Oh, they're getting married. Oh, they're moving out to the mountains, whatever it is. Like it's connections that I'm never gonna be able to reestablish. And then like I told you, for business purposes, it's just, long story short, it absolutely sucks. It's all gone just overnight. And I'm disgusted in the company. 
I'm disappointed by the lack of support, and I feel defeated by one of the largest connection hubs of the world. Because as we all know, the Facebook ecosystem, Facebook and Instagram, it provides such a huge opportunity for marketers like me. And the point is, don't put all your eggs in one basket, especially if you have no control over that basket. That's the thing. We have no say in the matter. And legally, it's really hard to fight against it because you're it's a private company or it's the way that they have it all set up. Like it's hard to like take it to court and battle, you know, and that's a whole other BS process you have to go through. But anyway, the point is, like I said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Fortunately for me, I have this newsletter. Obviously, you're listening to the audio version. And if you could, I mean, it would be a great support. <laughs> I would take it as a very, very kind gesture if you could leave um, a, a rock solid rating on Apple or Spotify or whatever streaming platform you're listening to this to. It's very easy to do that. Just look at the page um, of the Eminem Mondays uh, podcast show itself, and it should be very easy to leave a rating there and leave a l- quick little testimony or a review. Super helpful. But I have the newsletter. I've got a LinkedIn. I've got a YouTube channel and another podcast called Which Way Now, which you can search on uh, streaming platforms as well. And so I do have these as outlets for content and as channels where I can continue to establish uh, more connections. And I know I'm venting, uh, but this lesson, it's a big one. It really is. This is a big one that applies to many areas in life, but within our marketing, it's still super true. So without sounding like a sad commercial for homeless, starving animals, beyond being a loyal subscriber, if you'd like to show your support, obviously leave a rating. Um, And if you aren't already getting the email version of this newsletter, head to evanshank.com and on the homepage right there, front and center, just drop your email and hit submit and you'll, you'll be on the list to receive these every Monday in your inbox. And I really do appreciate the support. Feel free to share this with friends. Obviously, all of that is super huge. This is a young, young newsletter with a lot of life left in it. So we're going to continue to grow together. Moving on, let's talk about mindset. I'm calling this Keep Calm. My question to you to start this section off is, has anyone ever told you to calm down? because they might actually be onto something. And here is why keeping your cool actually makes you better. So fun fact, before we jump into this, I I wrote this down, I came across it on the internet. I'm almost positive that it's a fact, um, but it says that you are 30% smarter in a positive frame of mind. So when it's time to make a decision, if you're all flustered and out of sorts, the likelihood of you making the best, clearest, Uh, decision in that moment is less likely than if you're in a positive frame of mind. So how do we stay calm? Well, here's the thing. We know life is stressful and we all deal with stresses on a daily basis. And so instead of talking about how to stay calm, I want to speak on something here as far as different types of stress. And this is something I learned several years back and I kind of forgot about it and then was reintroduced to it recently. And I really like this. So there's two different types of stress. There's distress, which we're all pretty familiar with that word. And then there's something called eustress, and it's spelled E-U and then stress. So eustress is how you pronounce it. And so distress is the type of stress that has a negative connotation, like when you're going through an ugly breakup. Whereas eustress is the type that leaves you feeling motivated, 
energized, and overall better, like maybe after a good workout. And if you go to Google, Google defines eustress as a moderate or normal psychological stress interpreted as being beneficial for the experiencer. But here's the key. And this is the goal, this is the golden section or part of the section right here. Eustress is not defined by what the actual stressor is itself. It's not defined by the thing that's causing you stress itself, but rather how one perceives it to be. Now that's critical because you can't just say something is a dis distress factor or a eustress factor because of the thing that it is. It's more about how you perceive it. And so whether it be your tired crying baby um, and you're the tired parent, obviously that, that doesn't mesh up very well for you having positive stress typically in that moment or maybe it's just an overly needy client. It's not specifically about the circumstance, it's about how you choose to look at it. And yeah, I mean, it's totally true. I'm not gonna pull the wool over your eyes or try to convince you that we can make, we can make sunshine and rainbows out of anything, because some things are just outright bad no matter how, how you slice it. It just sucks all the way around. But many stresses aren't straight up bad. They're formative, you could say. And so I have an action item here to wrap up this week's episode here. And the question is, are you stressing due to a negative threat or a positive challenge? So I encourage you, make a list of all the things that are contributing to your stress. It can be hundreds of bullet points long, whatever it is for you. And then make a line down the middle of the page and categorize them by whether the stressor is a negative or a positive one. Ask yourself this question, when I get to the other side of this thing and this particular stressor is gone, will I ultimately be a better version of myself because of it? Because if so, then calm down. Keep, keep your calm, because it's all good, baby. Yeah, distress, eustress. See where they line up, and I think you'll be able to kind of start to wrap your head around where everything is in your life and the good that can come out of a lot of things that may be contributing to that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of stress. So that's my encouragement to you today. Like I said, my heart, my, all my love goes out to everybody affected and impacted by Hurricane Ian. Uh, it was just, just bad, just bad. There's no words for it. And obviously, learn learn lessons from my mistakes don't make the mistakes i <laughs> am making obviously we're talking about eggs and baskets and facebook deletion and being blocked and restricted uh, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket and when you're stressed because if you don't feel it right now it's probably going to be tomorrow or the next day not to be pessimistic but this is the life of a solopreneur we have a lot going on and we have to be willing to rise to the occasion and manage ourselves and our emotions through circumstances. So decide whether you have a lot of distress or eustress in your life because if we're really honest, you probably have some good things going for you that are still causing you stress. So try to keep calm, try to stay in that positive frame of mind and for the rest of this week, apply this, see how it makes you better, share this with people if you think that there's 
somebody that you know, friends, family, colleague that could benefit from this type of information, send them my way. Get them on the email list. It means a lot to me. And until next time, peace.